Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is a free iOS app. Download it and you can have a full-blown sports discussion with your favorite athletes, sports analysis, fans, whatever the case might be. I am also on Locker Room. I'll let you guys know the next time I go live. So give it a look and get in on the action. So let's talk about this game for the New Jersey Devils, shall we? They come out on the losing spectrum by a score of 2-1. to one. In OT, at least we got a point. That's a point in our last three games. Mackenzie Blackwood uh, saw 40 shots for the third straight game. Mikey McLeod gets his sixth goal of the year. Yeah, we have a lot to discuss in this episode, especially since we got outplayed in a good number of periods. So buckle up, everybody, on this beautiful Saturday. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 10.42 p.m. Eastern Time, April the 2nd, 2021 at the time of this recording. And the New Jersey Devils just lost another heartbreaking game in OT to the Washington Capitals. I believe this is the second time this year that uh, the Capitals and the Devils went to OT. And unfortunately, in both of those opportunities, the New Jersey Devils came out on the losing spectrum. So, albeit, you know, it was 2-1 to one and nothing crazy to say the least. However, the New Jersey Devils, you know, they didn't play their best few periods of hockey let's just be let's let's be completely honest about that so I'm surprised that the Capitals didn't blow them out the water so if you hadn't checked out the last episode I basically talked about how the Capitals and uh, the Islanders it was an absolute barn burner in just yesterday's matchup in which the Capitals lost to the Islanders by a score of eight to four so I really thought fatigue would play a factor and maybe the New Jersey Devils could score more goal opportunities on the Washington Capitals. Unfortunately, that did not come into fruition, and we were outshot by the Washington Capitals by twice as many opportunities. So, like, they had, like, 40 shots on goal. We had, like, 23. So, we got outplayed, especially in the second and third period. So, I'm surprised we only let up one goal during that time frame, and luckily, we did have a saving grace. And also, in yesterday's episode, I talked about Nikita Gusev being waived by the New Jersey Devils, and also, he has officially cleared waivers, and according to sources, he would have been a healthy scratch had he still been on the roster. But uh, anyway, you know, check out that episode and I give you guys my analysis and overall opinion as to why I believe Nikita Gusev was waived by the New Jersey Devils. I think it was just a couple of factors from his poor stats from this season as opposed to last season stats in which he put up like 40-something points and also just a new coaching system in Lindy Ruff. And Lindy Ruff just said that, uh, Nikita Gusev essentially wasn't tough enough to handle his system and overall what the New Jersey Devils were just trying to do in their newly formed culture. So give that a listen. So anyway, the New Jersey Devils, at least we got a point. That's all I could say. We've had a point in our last three matchups. So, you know, that's what we need, okay? I'm not saying, you know, we can sweep the Washington Capitals because obviously that's pretty much out the door. The Capitals are a team full of veteran players. And like I mentioned in yesterday's episode, since we're one of the youngest teams in the NHL just going up against a team that's stacked with veteran players we're gonna get outsmarted okay we we can probably outplay them but they're gonna outsmart us because even uh, a veteran's like worse like in terms of their skill set 
they're still going to use their hockey minds to outplay you. And unfortunately, the New Jersey Devils fell victim to that. But anyway, before we get into the game analysis, let's do what I do every episode in my post-game analysis. And let's look at the East Division and see how everyone's stacking up so far. So the Capitals, 37 games played, 24 wins, 9 losses. Four OT losses for a grand total of 52 points. The Islanders are 23-10-4 with 50 points. The Penguins are 24-11-2 with 50 points. The Bruins are 18-10-5 with 41 points. The Flyers are 17-14-4 with 38 points. The Rangers are 17-15-4 with 38 points. The Devils are 13-6-6 with 32 points. And the Sabres are 7-23-6 with 20 points. So, you know, the Devils, at least we were able to get a point. And remember, after our two-game series set against the Capitals, so we've already played one game against them and we play them again on Easter Sunday we get to play the Buffalo Sabres in a two-game series set so hopefully we can come out the win and get those four needed points to try to just you know sneak in there amongst the Flyers and the Rangers and just improve in on the standings just a tad bit like I said I'm not trying to you know overstep anything I'm not trying to give you guys a false hope but I'm just saying that it is a very good possibility that the New Jersey Devils could potentially just uh, better their position than what they are right now. So anyway, let's get into the game analysis. So five of the previous six games between the Devils and the Capitals was decided by one goal. So, you know, we fight hard against the Capitals and obviously it's just so heartbreaking, but, but you know what? I'm going to take a positive from that. So, you know, of our past matchups of us losing by one goal to them, you know, the, the one thing I can say is, is that at least we're competing. That's all I can say. Like, like I told you guys, one of the youngest teams in the league going up against a team that's stacked with veteran players. And the fact that we're able to keep them in check sometimes really says something. Like, like I told you guys, we got outplayed, especially in the second period and the third period for that matter. We were still able to just only let up one goal. And Mikey McLeod was able to do a tick for tack kind of thing. Similar to what the Capitals did to us, I believe, uh, a couple games ago when we played them. Just like when we scored a goal, they scored a goal. and But this time it was sort of reversed in which uh, Carlson was able to get the first goal of the game for the Capitals. And then Mikey McLeod answered, uh, I believe, five minutes later. And Mikey was able to get his sixth goal of the year. And then obviously no one scored in period number three. And then OT, it was just a heart-wrenching kind of thing because I really thought the Devils had it in that three-on-three matchup. But either way, you know, nothing to hold our heads down about. So it's only fitting that the matchup of the season between the two clubs followed the same script of a one-goal victory for Washington. And, you know, all I can say is at least the Devils tried. That's all I can say. And also, I need to talk about something pre-game. So you guys, I don't know uh, what your opinions are of the green jerseys, but that was the final time this season that we... We were to wear our reverse retro jerseys like I told you guys I personally like the green jerseys but I know a lot of the fan base is kind of split especially people who don't really understand its true meaning especially some of the outside fans who aren't particularly fans of the New Jersey Devils so you know I'm, I'm telling you I love those jerseys and I'm gonna miss them so I was really hoping that we could come out with a win but ultimately it didn't happen but at least we got a point that's all I could say and by the way college basketball is winding down it's the final Four, baby, they are awesome. Slam jam, bam. Go and place your bets. Who's gonna be crowned champions and tearing down the net? 
It's awesome, baby! College basketball and the NHL are in full swing. We already have some big matchups on schedule, on tabs, so BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Surprise, surprise. I'm not surprised because BetOnline is that awesome. So real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Talent talks about one or more teams. NHL Games of the Week, NBA Players of the Week, whatever comes to mind, they got it. So anything sports, they got you covered, all right? So also visit our good friends at Locked On Bets so that way you can get your predictions up and early so that way you can place your bets and you have no excuse to say, oh, I didn't know what games were going to happen or this that a third also visit at bet online underscore ag and they also have you covered as well so bet online your online sportsbooks experts get with it and get in the action everybody so a lot of you are probably wondering why is this loss so heartbreaking for the new jersey devils well it was just the matter of fact that they were almost out of the ot situation it looked like it was about to go to a shootout because we only had 20 seconds remaining in the extra session but then dimitri orlov scored the game winning goal and honestly you know he had a lot of momentum going his way and i thought mackenzie blackwood blocked it off the bread basket as in his chest protector and i thought okay Mackenzie Blackwood was able to save it but then I saw that Mackenzie Blackwood wasn't really moving and I was just like "Uh oh I think that went in and it just went out so uh they said he scored it and I was just so frustrated because I'm just like oh so close because you know we were so close to just going to a shootout and potentially maybe having a better chance of winning it because for some reason I always know the Capitals do well in OT against us because you know uh the proof was in the basket just a few weeks ago so you know obviously for the New Jersey Devils it was frustrating it was heartbreaking but you know at the end of the day that's just the top team in the east and they just know how to handle certain situations like that a little better so you know uh you know I, I it's frustrating yes but at the same time you can't dwell on it because you got to play them again on Easter Sunday so oh by the way before I forget I want to wish everyone a happy early Easter Sunday I hope you and your family enjoy the special holiday stay safe and overall just spend great time with your family you know great tradition great food and also i hope the easter bunny you know hides those eggs really well so you could go on your easter egg hunt but do it safely that's what i can uh, that's all what i could say so far so uh let's talk more about the new jersey Devils. so mikey mcleod scored his sixth goal of the season off of a big rebound chance so you know obviously uh looking back at it in fast time it wasn't really exciting or you know it wasn't something that you know made me get out of my seat or anything but at the same time like i told you guys carlson scored the first goal of the game for the washington capitals and then mikey mcleod was just able to answer back for the new jersey devils so you know like that's just uh that's just a positive takeaway I take from it so when we went down one to nothing it we didn't put you know our tail between our legs we didn't put our head down Mikey was saw the rebound opportunity and was able to get it by and you know he just used his speed to barrel toward the net and get inside the leverage on Tom Wilson for an open lane so the puck jumped right in front of McLeod's stick and overall able to finish the play bang bang so that's the stuff I'd like to see because Lindy Ruff said pre-game that the New Jersey Devils one of the things that they were making emphasis on was like do not do a tick for tack kind of thing because he was referring to 
a couple games ago, the game before we got our first uh, shutout against on the season, in which we lost four to nothing against the Washington Capitals. Remember that game uh, where you know it was a tick for tack kind of game. The New Jersey Devils score, and then the Caps score, and then overall the New Jersey Devils had their chances, but you know it literally happened within a minute or two within each other. So you know Lindy Ruff was just trying to make an emphasis of not to do that for the New Jersey Devils, and you know what, Mikey McLeod was able to just flip the cards into our favor once again because, you know, the Capitals score first and then we answer right back just, I believe, four or five minutes later. So, you know, that's a positive takeaway that I want uh, everyone to just, you know, consider. And Mikey McLeod, what more can I say? I think he's one of the reasons why uh, Nikita Gusev will no longer be on the team. But So another player that I want to talk about is Mackenzie Blackwood because, as you guys know, I was big on Mackenzie Blackwood to start off the year because, you know, I really thought he was in the hunt for the Vesna Trophy. But I got to give him his credit, even though we didn't come out victorious. He still faced about 40 shots in this game. And for the past three games, Mackenzie Blackwood has seen at least 40 shots. So the defense really needs to step up for the New Jersey Devils. We really need to help out Mackenzie Blackwood. I know we're facing the Capitals. And I know we're facing the Bruins. Two playoff teams for the East Division. However, we could do just a touch better. Like, let's see, like, five less shots on goal just to help out Blackwood. Because, like I said, he gave up a goal. And, you know, it, it looks kind of fluky. Like, you know, obviously, I thought at first he was able to just knock it off his chest protector. And I thought play would continue. But, obviously, he stood still. And, you know, yada, yada, yada. I've already touched on that and my opinion on that. But, overall, Mackenzie Blackwood has certainly been seeing his reps the past few games for the New Jersey Devils. And, you know, obviously I just wish our defense was just a lot better. It's something that I've been saying since the beginning of the year. But, you know, it is what it is. Because, like I told you guys, we got outplayed in two of the three periods. And yet, somehow, some way, we only let up one goal in regulation. And then we let up one goal, albeit a fluke, in OT when there was only 20 seconds remaining. It's not like we gave it up within the first, like, five seconds or so. So, you know... There's that to take away from, and overall, just I believe the New Jersey Devils can just do a little better of helping their out their netminder because Mackenzie Blackwood can't be a one-man show, especially with his struggles this season. So, you know, obviously we can't be relying so heavily on MB, but, you know, it, it is what it is, and I, I just want to give him his credit because, like I said, I was harsh on him the last couple of weeks just due to his play, but the fact that he was able to see 40 shots on goal the past three or so games and, you know, do relatively well, I must say, you know, uh, I, I have to give him his credit. And, you know, that 5-4 to four loss to the Boston Bruins, that's a whole nother discussion. But anyway, speaking of that, so uh, I need to give Ryan Murray also his credit because uh, in that 5-4 to four shootout loss in Boston, um, the, Ryan Murray uh, was able to finish the contest with two assists and had a plus-minus of three. So... Uh, you know, I, I think uh, Ryan Murray has been sort of going on a little bit of a silent hot streak right now. And I think that will help his trade value because come the trade deadline, the one player that I think needs to be dealt ASAP is Ryan Murray for at least a fourth round pick. I don't care how high. I don't care how low. You know, if we trade him for like a fourth round pick or, you know, higher, obviously that won't happen. But, you know, still uh, a boy can dream then I believe we still came out on the winning end of that trade because that fifth-round pick right now with how Ryan Murray has been playing the season, uh, that fifth-round pick is looking better and better and better. So uh, Ryan Murray carried that play into Friday night, and you know his quick dish to Bovquist in the second period led directly to the Devils' opening goal of the game. So Murray now has three assists and a plus-minus of four in his past two games. So 
you know, they're, like I told you guys, sort of going on a mini hot streak. Like, you know, nothing to say like, oh my gosh, Ryan Murray is on fire right now. But at the same time, we do need to give him his credit because like I told you guys in the last game against the Boston Bruins, had two assists in the losing effort and a good plus minus. And then in this game, he set up Bobquist to try to give us our opening goal of the game. Obviously, Mikey McLeod was credited with uh, the goal, but Bobquist was able to get the apple. So, you know, Ryan Murray just setting up his teammates like what uh, he's supposed to be been done since the beginning of the year because that's one of the reasons why people were so uh, heavily involved with Ryan Murray because he was one of the best passers uh, in terms of NHL defensemen, you know, f- prior to all of his injuries or, you know, uh, when he wasn't injured, to say the least. So, you know, obviously, you know, that's something that I just wanted to give credit when credit is due for Ryan Murray. So, overall, for the New Jersey Devils, you know, disappointing loss, but at the same time, uh, there's still a lot more to discuss. And overall, I'm I'm okay with their effort. And you know what, guys? I think it's time for the second live read this morning, and it comes from Built Bar. So, obviously, they just had their March Madness. I'm not going to reveal who the winner was, so you could do that yourself, but it's time to go back to the regularly scheduled uh, live read for Built Bar. So let's take that away. Let me tell you guys something about Built Bar. Built Bars are super healthy and they are just a great go-to snack when you're going to the gym, going to school, going to work, whatever the case might be. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious. They have 18 amazing new flavors including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon, almond, cheesecake, carrot cake, apple, almond crisp. This stuff is delicious. I have a few of these before I go to class, before I go to the gym, and they are super healthy. You guys are going to love them. They have 12 original flavors that you guys need to check out, so the bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, wait a minute, it has both of those factors? It sounds like an unhealthy snack to me. That is not true. Built Bars are healthy. It is great for the health-conscious guy, and you can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. So the bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber, Great for the keto diet. You, yes, you. I'm going to make an offer that you can't refuse. Bill Bar has reset the promo code for this relaunch. So use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order at BillBar.com. So like I told you guys, it was a heart-wrenching loss for the New Jersey Devils against the top team out east. But interesting fact, here's another positive takeaway. According to NHL.com, the New Jersey Devils uh, had two of the three stars from tonight's matchup. So Orlov was obviously the number one star for getting the game-winning goal, but then the second star was Mackenzie Blackwood for essentially, you know, carrying the defensive unit for the New Jersey Devils, aside from Ryan Murray. And the third star was obviously Mikey McLeod for getting his sixth goal of the year and overall just being there at the right possible time on the rebound to do a tick-for-tack kind of goal so that way the New Jersey Devils could just answer back against the Capitals. So uh, let's go over some of the statistics, and then I will give you guys my final grade for this matchup for the New Jersey Devils. And you know what? I might think this is a little harsh, but, you know, at the same time, you know, I'm not here to make any friends. I'm here to give my honest opinion. So, shots on goal differential, 40-23 to 23 in favor of the Washington Capitals. So, guys, I told you that was one of the main issues that the New Jersey Devils had. Despite giving up so many shots on goal to the Washington Capitals, they were only able to net two goals. So, obviously, you know, in the last game in which they were uh, on the losing end against the Islanders by a score of 8-4, to four, I really thought that uh, the Devils would just take it to the Capitals, but... 
Unfortunately, the Capitals took it to the Devils, and they just saw an opportunity, a revenge for blood, and they capitalized on it. So in the first period, the shots on goal differential, 9-5 to in favor of Washington. And then in the second period, 15-8 to in favor of Washington. Third period, 13-7 to in favor of Washington. And then OT, it was pretty much, it was dead even in shots on goal category 3 apiece. So, you know, there's that. And just to give you guys some reference that we were outplayed in periods number 2 and 3 by the Caps. And I'm just surprised that the score was not worse than it was. And I don't know what happened to that Islanders game uh, for the Washington Capitals, but they made an emphasis not to let it happen happen again and obviously with the New Jersey Devils you know dropping to the Boston Bruins by a score of five to four in their last matchup obviously their point of emphasis also was defense but unfortunately the Capitals you know just answered the call just a tad better so face-off percentage 57 to 43 percent in favor of the Washington Capitals both teams were 0 for 2 in their respective power plays hits dead even once again 11 apiece to the Devils and the Caps Blocks 14 to 12 in favor of the Caps and giveaways 14 to 9 led by the New Jersey Devils. So overall, like if I take everything into consideration, the fact that the New Jersey Devils now have a point in their last three games, uh, the fact that they were able to compete hard against the Washington Capitals and the fact that we were just trying to bounce back after that heartbreaking loss once again to the Boston Bruins. I'm going to give this game a C-plus rating for the New Jersey Devils. Here's the reason why. It's because, yes, we played hard, and yes, you know, we fought hard, but overall, we were just playing with fire once again, and I get it. It's the top team out east, but still, I expect something a little bit better. It just didn't seem like the New Jersey Devils improved on their defense. It just seemed like they got really lucky. So, like I told you guys, in the last game, it was a tick-for-tack kind of game in which the Devils came out on the losing end against the Boston Bruins, and, you know, we played a very sloppy third period. Well, in this game, we also played a very sloppy second period and also a sloppy third period, but we got lucky. We just got lucky, you know, with Mikey McLeod uh, answering back on Carlson's goal. And, you know, th- those are the considerations I take. Because Blackwood, you know, was excellent in this game. But overall, you know, the scoreboard doesn't really say much. You know, 2-1. to one, And, you know, we came out on the losing spectrum in OT. So at least we got a point. That's all I can say. That's why I'm satisfied with the New Jersey Devils effort. But, you know, overall, I just feel like we could have cleaned it up just a tad bit better. Because look at what the Capitals did. You know, they lose 8-4. to four, And they get 40-23 to 23 shots on goal compared to the New Jersey Devils. And, you know, they uh, were clutching OT. So they were just like, that game was a fluke and we're not going to let it happen again. And especially against uh, the New Jersey Devils. So, you know, there's that. And also why the rating is so low is because uh, I do, I want to see the reverse retros at least one more time this season. Because, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen next season. But I, I presume they're going to keep it. But, you know, at the end of the day, I, I love those jerseys. I, I just wish uh, they, they played in them for a couple more games. That's all I have to say. But, yeah, that's a joke. That's a joke, by the way. I'm completely kidding. But, you know... Uh, but on a serious note, yes, I'm going to miss those jerseys. Uh, they were really cool to see, and uh, I might get myself one of them. But anyway, that's my final analysis and critique of the New Jersey Devils. So let me know what you guys think on Twitter. And by the way, I was live on Locker Room a couple days ago. So shout out to every one of you who joined me on that Locker Room to make it a great show. So I will let you guys know on Twitter the next time I go live on Locker Room. So yeah, thanks for uh, tuning in to today's episode. So continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Happy Easter uh, Sunday to all if you are listening to this on a Sunday and uh, I will catch you guys in the next episode. Go Devils and let's see if they can come out victorious on that Easter Sunday against the Capitals once again.